Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Matthew chapter 21, verse 8. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. It's a great story. As Queen Elizabeth I was passing through Greenwich, the dashing Sir Walter Raleigh stepped forward and spread his expensive cloak over a puddle so that the monarch would not muddy her royal feet. And trust me, hearing about it as a young boy growing up was the inspiration for giving up seats to seniors on the bus in the years that followed and holding the door open for others. It was part of the manners we learned from our parents. It seemed to be not only polite, but even the gallant thing to do. The famous tale first appeared in a book titled The History of the Worthies of England, written by Thomas Fuller and published in 1663. In it, he says, Captain Raleigh found the Queen walking, till meeting with a plashy place she seemed to scruple going thereon. Presently Raleigh cast and spread his new plush cloak on the ground, whereupon the Queen trod gently, rewarding him afterwards with many suits. The story has been embellished substantially since then. The tale has been told in children's books, the scene has been recreated in movies, and it's been depicted in artwork for centuries. So, it's hard for this image not to come to mind when we picture our Savior's entrance into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. Matthew reports, A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. However, what took place this day was much more than a matter of chivalry. Waving palm branches and spreading them in the road was how you greeted royalty, a head of state. It's a wonderful celebration of victory. In Revelation, we hear the description of the redeemed before our Savior's throne. John tells us, After this, I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and in front of the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. But did you notice that you don't hear about any of them spreading out their robes before him? In the tale of Sir Walter Raleigh, the reason that he spread out his garment was to keep the queen's shoes and the hem of her dress free from being soiled in mud. However, in the case of our Savior, that's the very reason he came. I've always loved David's words in Psalm 40 where he praises God and sings, He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. It describes well the mess that sin has made of our lives. But if you're going to rescue someone who's stuck in the mud, it means you're going to get covered in mud in the process. Jesus came to take upon himself the filth and stain of your sins and mine. And this wasn't by accident. This was done in love for you and me. As Paul marveled, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus came knowing he would wear all of them to the cross, so that he could suffer and die in our place, and bring us forgiveness of sins and everlasting life. Now look at the cloak, the garment our Savior has placed upon us. Isaiah rejoiced. For he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of righteousness. And you too wear such a garment. Paul assures us in Galatians, All of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. Here are the white robes of righteousness you and I and all the redeemed wear through faith right now. In his 2002 book, Sir Walter Raleigh, historian Raleigh Trevelyan argues, the cloak episode, said to have happened at Greenwich and usually regarded as a fairy story, could easily have been true, being perfectly keeping with Raleigh's character, an extravagant gamble on his part. Jesus entered Jerusalem knowing the cross was before him, by which he would accomplish your salvation, and it is true. 
Here is the extravagant love of your Savior. Let us pray. Loving Savior, thank you for the garments of my salvation, which you have placed upon me in my baptism. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.